Welcome to another exciting episode here on Lunch Table Talk. Uh, this was a roundtable discussion that was held between me, Parthenia, and Erica about dating with a purpose. We tried our best to stay on topic, but we may have screwed a little bit, but I think it's worth listening to. Um, I tried to get another guy to come on, but unfortunately, nobody else was available. And, you know, I do apologize. I, I may have hit him at the last minute. But I hope you enjoy, and I will give you a conclusion at the end. So here's our roundtable discussion. discussion here on lunch table talk i am your host karan and i got my favorite two holy rollers in the building today i would like to welcome back miss erica how you doing erica i'm good how are you how y'all doing <laughs> doing fine and all the way from the west coast well close enough the hot state of arizona <laughs> Tillman, how are you? Today? I am outstanding. How are you? I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, I sent out two links to a couple of guys. Uh, there's one person who's going to be a part of this roundtable discussion all the time, but he might be out of circulation at the moment. Um, before we dive into this episode of dating, is dating with their purpose still an option? We got some exciting news coming at you at some point in the near future. You'll be hearing all our voices at one point, and we have more to to detail, we will tell you. But get used to these voices, because you'll be hearing them a lot. So, (laughs) the first question I want to ask you two ladies is, is dating with a purpose still an option for both of you gals? Parthenia, you can go first. I'm in the hot seat right away. <laughs> Is dating with a purpose still an option? Of course. Um, I think no matter what, when you are dating, you're always dating with some kind of purpose and with intentionality. Um, everybody has a reason for dating or, you know, a go-to reason for dating. So, yes, short answer. <laughs> Erica? Yes. So for me, dating with a purpose is definitely an option. Um, Now, it just depends on what that purpose is. Now, if you're a casual dating, just to get to know someone, that's one thing. But if you're like talking about dating with purpose, with the intent to marry, that is what I'm dating for. I'm not just wanting to date all willy-nilly and date four or five people. (laughs) That is not what I'm doing. But um, dating with... Dating with purpose is still definitely an option. Now, are people dating like that? I have yet to find a lot of people dating um, with a purpose with the intent to marry. Um, But yeah, it's an option for me. Well, I will say this. I think the purpose that could be interpreted in many different ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, First and foremost, I think depending on the individual, what is the purpose of you dating? Right. Like you just right. like just said, is it for marriage? Is it just to get your rocks off? Whatever it is, I think that's important to know what the purpose, why are you going out? Second, I would say, at least from a man's perspective, because like I said, I was asked this question once before, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but you know, how soon do you think of marriage and do you get yourself prepared for marriage? I'm just paraphrasing. And I said, well, I don't, for me, honestly, wholeheartedly, um, that thought does not enter in until I meet that person that I could potentially see myself with. So with me mm. saying that in particular, um, another question I have for you two ladies, what are some challenges people face when they attempt to date with a purpose and how can they overcome these said obstacles? Oh, that's good. 
Um, that is, I'm feeling like I gotta write these questions down. Right, look how my mother notepad right here. Right. <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> oh, I serve one more again. What are some what are some common challenges people face when they attend? Oh, let, let, let me just put it this way. What are some common challenges that you may have faced when trying to date attempt to date with a purpose? And how can you, how did you overcome those set challenges? Mm. I'll personalize it because these are like general questions I found. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges, one of the common challenges that I have personally found um, is that because I do date with the purpose of getting to know someone to potentially see if they would be a good candidate for marriage. Um, one of the challenges that I have personally faced is I feel like, and this has been my experience, I feel like some men look at me as something to be conquered. Mm. Because when you're like, when you're in this space of saying, you know, hey, I'm abstaining and I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I found that a lot of guys view that as, oh, okay, well, let me see what I can do to try and overcome what it is that you're saying you stand for. Mm. So... Um, for me, how I have been able to overcome a lot of that is that um, I learned not to lead with emotion when it comes down to dating. And as women, we tend to do that. And we look at the feels and, oh, he makes me feel like this. But now I'm more um, in a space of really watching your behavior and observing that. You know, I have enough good male friends to understand that when you go for the hunt, you're observing, you know. So rather than putting my feelings in it, I had to learn, like, step back and really take take a whole take a look at the entire picture. Mm-hmm. Don't just look at a part of it. Don't just look at, oh, OK, well, he cuddles well. He compliments me. He does this. But no, what is his overall behavior saying to you what is that overall behavior painting the picture of so that is how i've come to learn how to and to not always and and listen because i know we're very transparent on here one of the things that i've had to do is to say look stop looking at every man like is he my husband is he my husband right yes that will Mm -hmm. drive you bananas in and of itself you know so i had to stop doing that and start learning okay Let's build the, the the friendship because that's the foundation. And that's where I'm really going to get a chance to know who you are and how you operate. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that's been one of the ways that I've learned to overcome that challenge of being looked at as someone to be conquered. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Anything you want to add on top of that, Erica? Oh, I thought she was going to give some feedback to hers. Um, so the common challenges that I'm facing is that um, a lot of guys that I've came across said that they've been re- they're ready for something and mm-hmm. then they're really not. Yeah, and it's just like be upfront about what you're looking for, and then it's like don't it, like if I'm, I'm like if I'm at peace. And you saying what you're looking for, like don't interrupt my peace mm-hmm. and they ask for my time and then like you waste it. Mm-hmm. Like so give that me, is the big can you give me an example? Okay, I'll give you an example, right? So if I'm not talking to someone, so if I'm just like minding my, my my business, like don't get in my DMs and then want to get to know me. And then okay, example. You get in my DMs and you say, okay, I want to get to know you and I'm, you know, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. And then we start building a, a friendship and then all of a sudden you're not ready no more. Like, don't interrupt my my peace and then don't allow me to, okay, don't waste me getting to know you for like a whole entire week. And then like, that's not what you really want. Like, say what you want. That way we're not wasting each other's time. 
Ooh. I think that's difficult for people to do. Not it's it's I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you why it's difficult for people to do. Number one, I think people kind of have an idea what they want, but then it might be too much for them to overcome. Like sometimes it's not as simple as I just want some ass. Sometimes it's not as simple as that. I think that's on the table. I think that's always going to be a given. I think the biggest thing is how long is it going to take? Like some people are not willing to put in that full effort. And if it's just a one night only, well, then I can go see such and such for one night only. <laughs> I mean, but, but if that's, that's the case. I mean, but yep. there are some guys out there. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it to you like this. Uh, everyone, we, we're 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 not young. We're all in our, we're all the age that 40s. we are. ain't gotta say the mm-hmm. age that we are. We ain't got time to bullshit around or play around. So mm-hmm. here's the gist of it: everyone knows, everyone wants to get laid. That that's that's a given. We ain't got to say it. Everybody wants to get laid. Not necessarily. Yes, it is because that's no, it's not. Yes, it is because when you get married, that's the first thing you're gonna do. Okay, I know who I'm talking to. I know who I'm talking to. So that's number one. Everybody eventually wants to get laid. It's just when do you want to when you want that to get done? Mm -hmm. Secondly, when you're talking about your piece a week, what, what do you learn about a person in a week? But this is what I'm saying, though. But you already, okay, so when you DM somebody, you already know what you want. Like, you already know if you just want to, like, if you're not trying to get oh, to know somebody to get into a relationship or date somebody, you, nine times out of ten, people know what they want. You know if you want a relationship, you want a friendship, like, say what it is that you want, and then we'll go ahead and proceed in that direction. But if you are saying, well, I want to get to know you and then you are like, how many more times is we going to have to tell people our favorite colors, my favorite move like this? Like, this is the thing, though. It's this is the thing. It's exhausting. This is the, it's exhausting. Like, I don't have time to tell two five different people what's my favorite color. My friend, like that gets tiring. So if you want to be friends, I'm cool. Like you, a relationship to lay the foundation, you have to be friends first. Mm -hmm. But if you come into it knowing, okay, I just, you know, I just want a friendship or I just want to chat like every couple of days, let me know. So that way I know how to, how to move. Because like uh, Parthenia said, like you, I've taken my emotions out of it. Like there's no more like I when you leave by your emotions, then your decision making is all messed up. Yeah. So yeah. I, I come up smart, so I'm I'm guarded. I watch. It, it is. It's jacked up. Yep, you're right. So I I'm guarded. I watch behaviors. I watch their fruits. I listen to what they say and what's not said, and mm-hmm. then that way I know how to move. But I'm very guarded now. But I'm not. I'm tired of telling people what my favorite colors is. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's exhausting. Like, what's I, your favorite movie? Bruh, <laughs> what's your favorite movie? What's your boundaries? What do you like? What's your like? I'm tired, bro. Like, I'm, let me know what it is, so we ain't gotta spend. It. Go ahead. Funny thing about it, you're not saying it to the same person that that should be tired, but it feels but, like the same person, but it feels bad. like it's the same, <laughs> right? You're right, it feels like it's the same, it feels like it's the same person, it feels the same Tyrone, but the thing. But the thing is, though, is that I've learned, and so now it's not that I'm picking the same Tyrone. It's not that I'm picking the same Tyrone. It's that the same time wasters is coming, and it's just like, bruh, like you, nobody got time. Like, I, like you said, we forty, we we, you know, we up there in age. We don't have no time to waste. Like nobody, right? Like I'm cool. Like I'm cool. I'm cool right where I am. Right. You know, that's, that's another thing, too. Like, when do you decide? That goes to my next question. I'm glad that you said that. When do you decide, like, um, before we even started this, um, you gave a text saying, I'm not even on Facebook. So you took it yourself away as a sabbatical. Um, 
my from question, the noise. From the noise. Because that's what it yes. is. So, okay. yes. I would say this. What kind of filters can you put in moving forward? Like for some of the ladies out there that don't understand that they have the same mm-hmm. problem as you. Like what filters would you would you install so that you don't consistently keep continue to keep get the same questions over and over again? Like for instance, uh let's say hypothetically a guy named Mark decides to DM mm-hmm. you and says, Hey, I've seen your profile picture. I just think you're kind of cute. I want to get to know you. Um, what's up? What would you say? I personally feel like the approach is everything. Like I have someone in exactly. now and I really don't take him serious because it's like the way he approached the situation. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh my God. So and I'm not gonna lie, it's purely entertainment for me because I'm just like <laughs> and I, I probably shouldn't be like that. Probably about a year or so ago, I wouldn't, you know, because I was still on a oh my god, he could be, you know. But now I'm just like, this is very entertaining because of the way you approach me. I know. And see, sometimes we don't know what kind of energy we put off. We don't know what kind of essence we put in the air for us to attract certain things. And we have to understand that sometimes when you are a light, when you are someone that is good, be it man or woman, you are always going to attract crazy people to you. They are bold. They are weird. (laughs) They are all of the things that you're like, stop, do not pass, go. But they will definitely Mm -hmm. approach you. And you have to understand Mm -hmm. how to decipher and how to differentiate between somebody that is a legitimate candidate for uh, being able to have some of your time versus someone that's just like, okay, you are purely entertainment. And I'll get to you when I can. And I know that that sounds mean, but that's just the truth of the matter. Like, not everyone is worthy of your time. Once again, and I'm not yes. just saying if you're a woman, but I'm saying as a man, too, because that's something that I feel like um, has gone without discussion is just kind of letting men know that, look, your time is valuable. You are valuable as well. It's not just women. And that's why we have this war between men and women. But anyways, not to get off topic. So when it comes down to someone approaching me, my thought is, do you want to get to know me or do you want to get to know me? There's a difference. Know me as in yeah. get to know my personality, my characteristics, or do you want to know me like the Bible says? Adam knew Eve. We knew what that meant. They yeah. knew down. Like, do you want to know me or do you want to know me? <laughs> right. That's, that's just what I meant. <laughs> but, that, but that still didn't answer my question. Like you said, it's the approach. Mm-hmm. So you're basically selling, saying to any guy out there, women out there, it's all about the approach. But here's the thing. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that approach, especially if it's sent through social media. Because right now, that is the norm now. The norm is social media. Oh, no, not not, a, so, not not someone sending a DM. It's the way they do it. Hey, yeah, I, I feel like you, you know, you find, like, if you're commenting on my body parts already, no. Exactly. Exactly. He said you're cute. If saying you're cute is that's that's evil. No, I said body. No, no, she said body parts. Okay, body parts. Okay. Listen to what I'm saying. Body parts. Now, if you say, "Hey, you know, hey, I noticed your beautiful smile" or something like that, and I find you attractive, no, I'm not put off by that. But now, let's see what else you got. What other kind of and conversation is huge? Do you realize that there are so many? And I'm going to put this out there as far as my experience has been concerned. There are so many men who don't know how to hold a decent conversation. Conversation. And then and they want to take you to death. I'm carrying the weight of the conversation. Like, how well, do you not know how you well, can't leave can, me alive if you can can't leave this conversation? I can respond to that a little bit. And that's because okay. most guys have probably been burned in the past, not figuratively, like physically. But yeah. most guys just know this we we're we are very transparent individuals. We mm-hmm. will we will use what works. If it works, it works. Until it don't work. And then you like, oh, then work on her. But then if it works on somebody else, okay, that's my target audience. Mm-hmm. It's no different than than, a, than someone who's advertising. Mm-hmm. You want a certain demographic. 
not everyone can hold a conversation. And then the conversation they are holding, you're not interested in. Mm -hmm. So look at that point as well. Like, it's not the fact that guys can't hold a conversation. The conversation they're having, you don't want to partake in. Therefore, you can obviously say, oh, these guys, they can't hold a conversation now. No, that's not that's not the truth. They can. You're just you just don't want to participate in what they're saying because you're not turned on by it. I can you're, agree you're with that. I can agree with that. I so, but to an extent, though, to an extent, because yeah, there is. That's, 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 there's, there's a lot of. It's not just this. I think the biggest the biggest thing I've learned with dealing with the purpose. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm -hmm. There's more than one way to make a cake. What would always work don't always work. Sometimes you got to go against the grain. Sometimes you have to try something totally different. Sometimes you just can't stick to the script. Sometimes you got to at live a little bit. And I think when you at live a little bit, you find out a little bit more about yourself and the person that you're talking to. Like, I can give you a great example. Like, the current situation I'm in, I could have been, I would have probably just dropped it based off of how I feel and what I was like, you know, and what I was going through, but I said, no, I'm going to figure out what is special about this unique individual. And I'm glad that I did, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be in the place I'm in right now. And sometimes well, you have to go through some things in order to get to your happiness. Happiness is not, that's why in the constitution, I hate to bring this up, but that's why Thomas Jefferson wrote, and maybe he got it from one of his slave handlers at the late night Creek. But it does say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Why would he put the word pursuit in there? Because you have to, the other things you can, you're going to fight for because you feel like that's what's owed to you. You have to pursue your happiness because can't nobody give it to you. I don't, I don't think a lot of people well, are actually pursuing happiness. I think a lot happiness. of people are, they stay on go battle mode survival mode right all the time and yeah. it's like we weren't created to go to battle and war all the time at some point you have to take a rest and say okay wait a minute let me rest and see i believe that that's where we're falling short um culturally is a lot of people are not resting and that resting place is where you develop when you get to that mature state where you can say okay well let me let me see. I was going to drop this, but let me go ahead and pursue this. Why? Because you had a chance to be by yourself. You had a chance to rest, chill out, and get to know you and develop in the dark. And not too many people are willing to develop in the dark. They want to stay in the light and play and frolic and all this and that. And they don't get a chance to mature. And this is where you have people running from this person to that person. Now, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Now, if that's what you say your purpose is, your purpose for dating is to hit as many people as you can, then okay. But if you're saying that you want something real and you really do want to pursue happiness, you have to give yourself a chance to develop in the dark to mature, to learn you first before you can go and say, okay, well, this is what I want. Because I'm going to tell you personally, I thought I wanted a, a particular thing until I allowed myself to rest, chill out, cut it all off, and then develop some more. And then I started feeling like, oh, okay, this is what I want. And it was totally different than what I had previously wanted. So a lot of people, I don't feel like a lot of people are really pursuing happiness they're pursuing another battle right mm -hmm. and then can i can i say something we're talking about we're talking about dating with purpose so i feel like and because i'm christian right i i feel like godly dating and so, and worldly dating is so different. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking about dating, I'm talking about dating God's way. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking about like, um, so the way that I date is going to be different from the work, the way that the world dates, right? The the world dates like they can date this person, that person, this person, and they can date a whole bunch of people at the same time. With godly dating, I don't have time to like, I don't have time to waste because at the end of the day, I'm dating because I want a kingdom marriage. And so the way that I look at marriage is through the lens of the way that God wants me to date, not the way that society wants me to date. And I feel like there's not a lot of people dating, trying to date God's way. 
a lot of people have in their mind how people date in the world and that does not work for me. And so that's the thing that I'm running across is people just want to casually date and think it's okay. And for me, I'm just not in that place well, anymore. Well, let me just ask this and th- this this will I, I think we can we can break it down even further. Uh-huh. There's a huge difference between what you just said and what really truly does transpire. There's a difference between going out and dating. I think uh-huh. we do not understand the purpose of dating uh-huh. versus going out. When you're going out, you're 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 seeing people, you're having dinner. Uh-huh. Dating is part of courting. Uh-huh. And I think the uh-huh. line has been skewed to a point where you someone mentioned earlier about well like part, well, I'll take you where Parthenia said as far as the battle. That's not a battle. That's an ongoing wrestling match, let's just say. And you can get to the dark and you can figure out that, you know what, that's all he knows. That's all anyone knows. They don't know anything different unless they're unless they encounter something to make them different. But they uh, haven't uh, healed I, yet. No, I don't even think it's about healing. Healing comes from bad relationships or bad whatever uh situation healing comes from I, trauma you right have to, you have to heal from most, trauma but most people who went out on dates what trauma are you having you're not in a relationship you're a lot dating. of times it's ridiculous. To, no but you're trying to get to the relationship and the point i want to make is there's a lot of I'll, I'll give you another great example. A lot of women I've mm-hmm. talked to, mm-hmm. they it, when we were in our twenties and thirties, they were dating guys in their forties and fifties, and they were shown something different. So I will counter and say what you said about you getting to your finding out what you like, what you don't like. You get to an impasse in your life. What's important to you? And I agree with that. You do. You have to. At some point, you got to have that conversation with yourself. You are totally correct with that part, Daniel. But I also want to add this as well. Sometimes you can go out with someone and they can show you something that you've never seen before. And you know you've never seen that before because you're like, oh, um, this is different. This is like something that I would have never thought about for myself. And this is not even in between time you're taking time for yourself. You're still out here casually going out. Nothing wrong with having dinner with someone, nothing wrong with meeting someone, having a conversation in the park, subtle things. We're not talking about nothing serious because you're trying to get to that part where it gets serious. But We're talking about out. at least in the beginning part where but- everything gets to the the courting process. I think there's nothing wrong with going out with multi- multitude of different people as long as it's innocent. Check this out. It's, 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 to piggyback on what you said about you can be, you know, in a you can be one go. So you're you're going out with multiple people or this person, that person, and then you meet up with someone that shows you something that you've never seen before. But guess what? I'm gonna spin it back. That person more than likely has spent time alone. Maybe they have developed. So now what you're seeing is, oh, this person is showing me this. Why? Because they've taken the time to mature. So now they have something that they can show you and that they can pour into you. Of course. I give you that. But something had to have happened where they, like I said, I've I've heard tons of women I've I've dated in my 20s and 30s between Mm -hmm. relationships. It's going on. And I I say, wow, what, what made you come up with that? And then they tell me, oh, I used to date this guy. He took me to a jazz thing. We're just having dinner. And I'm like, oh, so you have that's that's why I see the level of mature. Okay. And the guys Absolutely. that are their age are not on that same level. That's why they always say they dated older guys. And it's like, oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you run into that on occasion. The point I want to make is that we, we need to deriferate the difference between dating. Dating is one person. You got to get to that one person. If you're just going out, you're going out. You're having a good time. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's rules and regulations. Like, Erica, like you just said, you don't have time to tell somebody your favorite color over and over again. And I, I can respect that. There, there does come a level of tiredness with that. But in order to make scrambled eggs or, or make a cake, you got you to gotta crack some eggs. 
You got you you're got- gonna have to do something. I mean, you can meet a person who, because in all fairness, you just don't walk out the house one day and be like, "Well, uh, Lord, can you just send me somebody?" And you know, this is what I want. Just have them come ring the bell, and I'll be ready. The problem isn't telling people your favorite colors. And the problem is when you come to someone knowing your intentions is not to allow something to develop more. That comes the problem. If you know you come in and be like, I just want a friendship. I'm just going to, you know, tell her this and that and lie about my intentions. Like, First thing you say, if they know they try to get in my pants, if I'm intentionally telling you I'm abstinent, but you think you're going to change your mind, and then, like, you, I got to tell you, you know, my favorite color, and then you and then you know without a shadow of doubt that you're not getting on, then you just wasting my time. Because, bro, I already told you that I was abstinent. And that's what I stand on. And so it's like... But it has to get to that point, like... You know this person is basically doing what they're doing, so you're gonna cut them off. You're gonna go. But you don't know. Let me tell you something. You don't know because it's it's something you think. Like so, they'll come in your DMs or whatever, and we thinking we both playing. Well, I I'm saying, hey, I like Uno. Okay, I like Uno too. Let's play Uno. Next thing you know, he's throwing out a spade. I'm sorry, I thought we were playing Uno, but you can change real quick. So what is really happening? You know, yeah. and that is oh, a challenge. So one of the challenges. So you don't, so you don't believe in the three strike rule, then. What's well, the three strike rule? Okay, well, this the, let me help you two ladies out there. Okay, and, and let me help out some other ladies that may be listening. Well, help us, sir. Help us. Give us a word. Okay, first and <laughs> foremost, you've already stated what you, what you, what you don't want. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're saying that you, this is what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Once a person shows you, that's just who they're going to continuously be. So once you, like, for instance, Erica says she's abstaining. Um, and you can say, is that going to be a problem for you? Uh-huh. And he says, no, it's not going to be a problem for me. Okay, you're on the clock. Because now the first time I've seen you try to make a, a what's the name, you're out. But see, at the same time, you... I feel as if sometimes I feel like some women have made themselves too available to the guys that they shouldn't have made themselves too available to. So you have to decide how available you're going to be to these so-called guys who seem very genuine. They have to prove that they're very genuine. Like I, agree. I agree. I yeah. agree. Because sometimes access is given and it's like it shouldn't be. Like right, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep that in mind. Too. Like, okay, that clock mm-hmm. is ticking. I'm not doing this. I, I'm, I'm only gonna do this if, if we get to this point. Then you should never compromise yourself. But if you choose to compromise yourself, understand why. I'm not saying that to seem like uh, it being a hypocrite or nothing. Because I feel like you have a right to change your mind. Just because you make a statement doesn't mean you don't have a right to change your mind because of new information. And like you said, if you take your feelings out of it, you take your feelings out of it, then you're not horny. So if you ain't horny, then you can you can definitely make a clear mind. So if you're dating with a clear mind, this other person isn't. Like you just said, we playing Uno. He threw out a spade. I said, hey, girl, since I wasn't out here, I deserve to see some legs. What? I just told you I'm not doing that. Right, and bro, I'm out. <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, okay, well, I'm out, bro. This yeah, this game is over. And I, I'll, I'll call you back later, and you never yeah. call back later. And you see, yeah. in the past, man, in what, what the Bible say? What the Bible say? A man who pursues a wife is a good thing. A man that finds a, a, a wife is a good thing. Obtain a favor from the Lord. From the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. There's a lot of women out there who made it too easy for some men. So therefore, when they won't let me see this, they get caught. Wait, snap, finger snap. What you say again, Karan? Some women have made it too easy for some of these men. So when they get to y'all, they be like, "What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all doing the program?" Listen, I know you got it. I know because I have been told, "Oh, well, if you ain't giving it up, you ain't never gonna find nobody." I have been told that. 
I have to. I was just recently told that. Said, I think I've said that to a couple people. Like, hey, is for you, you being a man, you're the only one, the only male on this particular podcast, so you're in the hot seat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, um, seriously speaking, so you have a man and a woman that's talking. A woman says, hey, I'm abstinent. I'm, I'm, I'm practicing abstinence. Um, so that ain't, you know, my thing right now. I'm, I'm holding out until I'm married. Okay. I'm going to make a comment and then I'm going to ask the question. Sure. So when I tell guys that, they automatically assume, well, you got kids. So how are you going to. I was about to go there, girl. I was about to go. First and foremost, I was married when I had those children. But even if I wasn't, if I chose to start a cleaning last month, that's my business too. But anyway, when do you think. Let me see if I want to pose it that way. Nope, I'm going to pose it this way. Do men then change their language during a conversation to test a woman to see if what she's saying is true and that she'll stick to it? Let me give an example. No, no, you ain't got to. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, 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 <laughs> can't, I can't answer this loud. No shame. Yes. Okay. Without a question. You know okay. why? Hmm. We've heard that shit a million times. Oh, I don't do this. Oh, I don't do that. And then all it takes, I'm, I'm just going to tell you ladies right now, mm-hmm. the one that's on here now, and anyone who's future listen, you need to be a person of your word. Not yep. of the word, of your word. You know mm-hmm. why? Because everybody don't read the Bible and everybody don't go to church. That's on them. That's between them and God. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to tell you right now is this. You are a person of your word. At the end of the day, men have two things, their word and their balls. And like Scarface said, he don't break them from nobody. So yeah, I'm the guy that has said, well, wait a minute, you're not, but you got kids. How, no, you, you had yeah. to do it. You don't have urges? You don't, I mean, and I would ask these questions. And I will say this, has it been successful for me? Hell no, it has not. I don't got that type of cachet. So I had to learn, you know what, at some point, you just you get it when you're worthy. See, your 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 sacred spot is your spot. A man can only go so far. Uh-huh. And besides, y'all already know if y'all gonna fuck them in the first five minutes anyway. Oh lord! And that's no 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 ain't no. Uh-uh. Listen, I believe in being real, and, and that's that just a real thing because you already is, know. Like I would do him. Like no, I wouldn't. And you know, and I think as a believer, no, you, you lie. You no, lie. I'm saying no. As a believer, she's as okay. a believer. I That's... have my standards, but also I'm human, so I do know. Like, if oh yeah, I do. I'm like, I'm sorry. We're, we're all talking to each other. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. But the point I was going to say was this: I know it's a fact mm-hmm. that. And do see men like that. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference. Okay. You're going to do it when it's convenient for you. It's never going to be when it's convenient for the man. Oh. Most real women I've encountered, oh, of course. they're going to do it when it's feasible for them. Now, like I told you women once before that I like Parthenia, who are like Erica, you got a lot of women who done fucked it up for you. They didn't already <laughs> given it up. So the men already think this is an easy road. And vice versa. It's it's the other way around. Most men have been suckers and have given their money to all the women. So the women think that it's okay. Like, I'm supposed to ask him for that. I'm supposed to get that from him. 
No, you're not. There, there's a time frame. Everything has to go in its own sequence. And guess what? Guess who controls the sequence? The person is in the relationship. So what universally, what works for me may not work for you and mm-hmm. vice versa. You have to find the right person that's going to put you in the right sequence to get you what you want. There's a guy out there, Erica, that believes in celibacy and say, I'm with you. So oh, let's hold let me tell you something. Walk on down the street to so, so we get to where we're comfortable and get married and do what we do. But, Let me tell you go something. Ahead. Go ahead. Go right ahead. You know, I, because like for uh, Parthenia, like I actually had a dude like go off, like go off because I told him I wasn't having sex before marriage. I said, is that going to be a problem? He said, yeah. I said, well, I don't know what to tell you because it's like, okay, I've been married before, not just once, multiple times, right? And I have five kids. And they like, well, you you got kids. Well, they ain't got no that has nothing to do with it. Right. And I had you know, people ask questions. Well, do you think your father man, listen, God can do anything because that's who I believe in. It's like people say that there are not men out here that's gonna weigh all you got five kids, grandkids, you've been married multiple times. But listen, I know that there's I know for a fact that there's men out here abstaining. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm not gonna sit here and receive that just because I have five kids and I've been married more than once and this and that that I'm not that somebody's not going to marry me like I'm just not like I don't understand the logic where people think that just because somebody has been married multiple times or have all these kids that we just supposed to give our our bodies to everybody anybody this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Sex is more than just a physical act. Come on. We, like Come I said, on. I'm fit. Look, I'm Christian, so I'm going to keep it real. Sex is more than a physical act. Absolutely. Not only are you giving your body away, it, there are soul ties that comes with it. There's emotional soul ties. Mm-hmm. There's sexual soul ties. And when you have sex with one person, you have a sex with every all the other demons that they didn't have sex with. Okay. Like, so I don't have time. I already having to fight generational curses that I got from my my from generations before me. I don't have time to be fighting your demons and your demons. I don't want no spiritual. I don't want to voluntarily put myself in some spiritual warfare when I'm already fighting some spiritual warfare that I got from somebody else. I'm not doing it. And I do not. And that's why I don't talk to men who are not godly because they are not going to understand that. And there are even some men who are Christians. And I'm not going to say Jesus followers who still don't understand. Because if you follow, because the word says that sex before marriage is wrong. Fornication is wrong. Fornication is sex before marriage. And so I feel like people want to twist that scripture and make it make sex before marriage okay. But they think that, okay, if you want to have sex, that's you. That's, that's you. But the spiritual warfare that I got to fight, I'm not about to fight it. I don't want to be, and then I, I don't want to be laying in my bed fighting your lust because I, 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 I had sex with you. I do have one question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, mm-hmm. I, I, or a statement. I think some people, when you say that statement, I think some people will get it twisted in thinking that, you know what, you, that once upon a time we all were virgins. Once you cross that road, uh, you might, you know how I feel. You might as well keep coming across the street. Like I said before, it's like I've heard a famous comedian say it. Sometimes it's a choice between pussy and cupcake. Sometimes cupcake win. But that's just, I'm going to say, if you really look at it as a parable, it's almost like a guy who or a person. I'm not even going to say a guy. We're saying a person has a choice. Mm-hmm. They have a choice to either abstain or participate. So you know if you participate, this is what can potentially happen. If you abstain, you also know what could potentially happen. Mm-hmm. So the question you need to ask yourself is, like, you've already made a choice. I can respect that choice. The question is, the person that you're dating, can they respect that choice? And if they can't, what do you do? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> right, right. But I think I, I should say that. But the, the biggest thing I want to say moving forward is, is that so we've already established, we talked about sex. That was one of the questions about one of the principles and uh, basically abstaining from, you know, in date, w- w- with dating. So my only other question would be, 
what are some what are some hold on give me one second all right here we go what are we already we kind of talked about that in a weird ass way um (laughs) what advice would you give anyone when they're trying to date with a purpose what advice would you would, would you two ladies give any women or men out there that are listening what advice would you give them if they really want to date with a purpose and let them know it's still an option it's still an option out here well, I think you you said it, and that is stand on your word. Um, mm-hmm. Stand on your standards and your word. And don't, you know, oftentimes we think of compromise. Well, you don't have to compromise your body. You don't have to compromise your time. You don't have to compromise access to yourself. If you see someone as unfit, um, as, it belong, as it pertains to... Um, your time and having access to you, then cut them off. And I think sometimes, <laughs> let me just say it like this. When you are in a space of dating, stop putting potential before what is real. Come on, come on. Pay attention well, to what's evident, pay attention to the behavior and, and go off of that, not off of potential. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me ask this. If you see potential, because we all we all see potential. It's not like you don't see the potential. You see the potential, right? Mm-hmm. How long before? Because I, I think, in my opinion, I think you you have to see the potential in order to go forward with it. How long mm-hmm. is it before you decide to say this is no longer potential? This needs to happen. If it's not gonna happen, I need to walk away. Because right now, I you can see the potential. You can say this is where it can go. I'm willing to go here, but if it doesn't develop, when do you say, okay, this is no longer potential. This, if it's not going to happen, we need to move on. Well, I think that's just you that? when you see potential, you should see behavior that bears mm-hmm. fruit. You should see something. So even if, they haven't, even if they haven't reached their goal, their potential goal, you should still see behavior that leads up to that goal. And if you're not seeing that behavior, then you know that potential is, that's just fruit that might just rot on that tree. That's yeah. possible too, but what if it does bear fruit, but it just don't taste good? <laughs> it, it, can grow, can I, it can grow fruit. It, can, it look good as everything, but then it just tastes horrible. I don't know what. Can I, can I, can I, can I interject for just a second? Go ahead. Not just I, no, now for me now I will say this I don't dating or marrying potential is a no go for me now there are certain things to where so say that someone's going to school to be a doctor okay mm-hmm. I, you can marry that but if they have a behavior of okay they are lazy mm-hmm in the end, they're not going to class. They're they're not going they're not going to change. So you marry you marrying a lazy person. He showed you who he or she showed you that they were lazy. Mm-hmm. You think getting married gonna change that? You can't get mm-hmm. mad at your wife because your house still dirty because you know she you didn't work eight hours. Now you came home your dinner ain't done. Well, she showed you who he she was. Right. So, so I, so I feel like if you date for potential, it needs to be the 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 working the, the good things. Oh, uh, uh, the good things. Mm-hmm. But if it's like different behaviors and patterns and cycles that you see, no, mm-hmm. people. When people show you who they are, that's what you believe. You're you're correct, but you have to see potential in it in order to continue to move forward. I just basically said, at what point do you just say 
that is it. This is I can't do this any further. I'm not talking about marriage, but you like for okay. I, I the best way I can give is this example is this: mm-hmm. when you meet someone, you're talking, you see the potential, what it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're going through the process. Throughout the process, it is 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 showing you, is showing you like, hey, we've had a great relationship, but I thought we were going to get to the marriage part. We're not getting to the marriage part. This person now all of a sudden is they don't want to be married no more. It's like that potential is gone. So the question I want to ask, what I was trying to ask was at some point, because you had to see potential in the person in the beginning in order to to continue to move forward. At some point you had to say to yourself, this ain't working. I was in a relationship where I thought it was going to lead to marriage. I even got engaged to this person, but I slowly but surely started to see that this person was not moving toward the necessary things to make me feel comfortable in moving forward of a marriage. Meaning mm-hmm. this, you didn't have a job. Uh, we both were not where we were living wise. I was still living at home. She was still living at home, but she wanted me to go find a place. And I was been comfortable with that. But here's the problem. I don't want to find a place and you're in my in, in our place and you're not doing shit. Everything's going to be on me. And I'm, most people say, well, it's supposed to be on you. You're the man. Yeah, but I don't need dead weight. I don't need someone who's sitting there all day watching TV all day, having people over while I'm out busting my hump. That's right. not going to work for me. It's just not. Now, whatever you choose to do in your own home, that's fine. But at some point, I had to say to myself, this, 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 this ain't going no further than where it's at. The further mm-hmm. we're going to go is being engaged. We're not going no further than that. And if I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with that, then I'll stay. I wasn't comfortable with that because well, it started to be, she started to demand a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I need demand more if you're not doing more. So I agree with you with that. I totally agree with you with that. And I also do agree with both of you ladies when you say, you can't marry potential. You're not supposed to. And I agree with that as well. You can potentially have a dream like Martin Luther King, but what are you doing to make it come true? And that's the part because the process to potential has practices or behavior in place. Right. You can't reach that potential if you are not practicing something. Right. So until I become a doctor, I'm going to practice. That's what school is for. Right. I say even when you're done, you're still practicing. Exactly. So there has to be something in place that says, and we see it a lot of times. A lot of times we just choose to ignore it, be it male or female. Oh, we allow our love or our being in love to blind us to the fact that this person is not working toward the same thing that we sat down and had a conversation about. And if that be the case, then this may not be the person for you because y'all don't have the same. And that's the thing is, and I know in in today's society, there's this whole thing of women, you know, they only want men that's making six figures and that's just want men who have uh, material things. But a lot of times you have women that want to be with a man who has drive to get yeah. to where, you know, you as a couple can build together and get to the spaces that you want to walk in. But when yeah. you don't have that and you're walking with someone, like you talked about that dead weight, Karan. Like nobody, yeah. if you are a person that has drive, be it male or female, if you're a person who has drive, you don't want to be with someone that does not want anything in life. That's going to pull you down and you're never really going to see the full potential of the goals and the dreams that you have. Why? Because you're constantly checking for this person. You run a few paces, then you look back and instead of them being on the side of you, they're way behind you. Yes. I can't even Mm -hmm. run the side by side, but where are you? How you get way back there? And they don't say nothing. They just drop off. Yeah. And then also somebody that just drop off. They not communicate yeah. nothing. They not saying, "Hey, I don't have what it takes. I don't think I have what it takes." Or, "Uh, I just help me, just bear with me, help me to get to where you are." Nothing like that. They just drop drop off and fall back. And you're like, yeah. well, "We would have been there by now if you would have kept the same pace." But you have a yeah. lot of and then, going up. Okay. And 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 then. 
also when it comes to potential and i will let you go for i'm so sorry but you got when it comes to potential you got to think about if this person never changes can I deal with this for the rest of my life? Uh -huh. And if you can't, because that's the potential, right? Uh -huh. That th It's potentially this person will never change. Uh -huh. So if they do not change, is this something that you're willing to deal with the rest of your life? Because if that person never changes and you marry them, you cannot get mad at nobody but yourself. Uh -huh. Because you marry that. You seen it. You said, you still said I do. So whether this person is going, whether it may not be founded, but you can get mad as much as you want. But it's your fault. Get mad at yourself. Go look in your bathroom or wherever your mirror is and start going off for the person looking back at you in the mirror. Right. Right. Two people mad in the house. That's simple as that. I can't mad nobody. Because you know what, the person that you married that day won't be the same person in ten years. No. They're gonna, that's no, they're true, gonna, but oftentimes gonna, the person that we marry today is the person that we are today because that's what we attracted to ourselves, but we don't realize it. And we won't mm. take accountability for that. We won't say, okay, well, I got with this person when I was in my depressed state and I felt like I needed somebody to fill this void and they were there, they made me laugh. So I decided that this was the person I was going to spend the rest of my life with. You get delivered from depression, you move on, you go to therapy and you realize I'm healed. Guess what? Oh, they're still the same. That's the person they were when you met them because you were wrong. I know that for a fact. I'm just, I'm sorry. I know that for a fact that because that's exactly what happened in my last marriage. Like we bonded over trauma. Ooh. And so I was like, so I was like, listen, I was like, this ain't working. Erica, you picking the same man? You on marriage number three? Like you picking the same type of man? I'm like, Erica, something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Ain't everybody else. Something wrong with you. So then I started going to therapy. And when I started going to therapy, hell, I'm like, uh-uh, I can't deal with this. Yeah. Uh-uh. The hill version can't. Yeah. So Parthe, you, you girl, you right? Girl. Listen, because I've been to Someone told me they saw me after divorce, and they said, "Oh, I wish." Your husband would have met this version of you. I said this version of me yes. would have never dated him. Yes, come on. I would have never dated him. I mm -hmm. him come on. Mm -hmm. That's 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 mighty talk. I, I I don't know. I you know honestly, uh, you have to. I, I think you have to own your past. I, yes. There's somebody else that I was dating told me that. Like you can't you can't shame me for what I once did because I own that. Yeah, she had, thing, she had a thing. She had a thing against Kevin Samuels too, but I just think Kevin Samuels was just saying shit that was it. What he what he had to say was not bad. It was he the delivery for me. It, 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 yeah, it was it, same. Like, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about to get on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's some jewels in there. You just yeah, like, yeah, but you really shouldn't have said it like that. But no. But I, I guess the biggest thing I want to say, and this is for men and women, uh -huh. um, Parthenia said something earlier when you said there was a, some trauma. I think when you go through a serious breakup or you have a serious divorce is, is trauma, um, relationship ending, regardless of how it ended, mm -hmm. there, you have to take time to emotionally heal yourself. I yeah. do believe in that, but you're not going to be totally healed. Let's just be realistic. You're not. But what mm -hmm. you want to do is get to a place where you feel comfortable mm -hmm. enough that you're you can you can sustain another blow. I do believe some people because we said this earlier, and it just came to me that sometimes you can date someone they they temporarily give you some happiness. It's mm -hmm. not sustaining happiness, but they give you some happiness. Because mm -hmm. either you don't want to be alone or, you know, misery does love company. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> That's know, true. Mis misery does love company. I mean, you can watch the damn movie with my man. And, oh, that cr crazy lady made the author <laughs> try to rewrite the story. That's some crazy shit or a fatal attraction. Like, you can't leave me. I'm a boy, you're rabbit. Or whatever it was. <laughs> so, it, you, you encounter people like that and it's like, what the mm -hmm. what the hell was I thinking that made me go out with Rosemary's baby? Like, what the fuck here? Right. here. And that's when I say, when that happens, people, I think that's when you should sit down and write down what are your priorities. Mm -hmm. Priority one, 
I want someone who loves me for me, mm-hmm. not what I can provide for them. Number two, yeah. um, I must give of them the same I want them to give of me, which is if I'm going to go the extra mile for this person, this person got to go the extra mile for me. Mm-hmm. It should be reciprocal. I, I should not mm-hmm. tell them that. They should want to do that and mm-hmm. vice versa. And when you're forced to do something or you feel like you're going to be forced to do something, I don't think that's a successful relationship. If you can't organically do it on your own, mm-hmm. then I think you need to rethink what the situation is. Yeah. And also, yeah. as far like I said, as far as sex, I'm going to say that's your take on that. If you want to wait till being married, that's fine. I've only known two cats that waited to test drive the car after they bought it. One of them was AC Green. I think he's still married to this day. There was another guy, and I'll share this story with you. Okay. His name was Chris. Uh, we used to work at the same place. He's moved on. So if you've ever listened to this podcast, God bless him. I remember a few people were making jokes about him being abstinent. But what he told me was he met this woman that changed his life. Mm-hmm. She made him go to church. He became a born-again Christian. She said she would not have sex until they got married. He, he was with it. They did not have sex until they got married. She changed his life. He no longer works at my job. He stopped working there a long time ago. He was able to go work for one of the big three companies. I'm thinking he might be still there to this day or he took a buyout. Whatever it was, when he when I last saw him, he was happy he was leaving my job because he said they were he, – he had his own explanations. I will not repeat. Mm-hmm. But he was happy. Mm-hmm. I believe when a man or a woman finds a level of happiness – you will just see it. Mm-hmm. Just like you can see the sorrow, you can see the sorrow. Mm-hmm. But I do believe to date with a purpose is not an option. I think it's the only way you're going to find eternal peace if you want a life partner. I do believe that in this life, you're not meant to do it by yourself. You're supposed to have someone with you to share the good times and the bad times. Mm-hmm. And the bad times are supposed to be so so easy to get over that you laugh at the bad times and you ladies have had experience of being married i have not and i hope that if in the future that you guys find your kings because you two ladies are queens now get ready to wrap up this episode i will allow both of you ladies to have a final thought erica you can go first um, I would just say um, to, to whoever's dating, to have your standards, um, to make sure that you have your boundaries, and to not give up, that there is somebody out there. Um, just take the time out to get to know people. But yeah, don't be led by your emotions. Allow God to lead you and you will never go wrong. Parthenia? I'm going to follow up by saying... Make sure that you are paying attention to what is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, like Erica said, do not be led by your emotions because when you are led by your emotions, you fall into traps. Mm-hmm. If you are dating with the purpose of being with someone long term or for the purpose of marrying them, then allow yourself to see them, see them, see them. <laughs> don't just hear them because sometimes we hear words and we just run with that see them see them in the good times the bad times the happy times see them around people see them you know where it's just the two of you one-on-one so you can see how they move in different environments that is important um and just finally just don't give up on love love conquers all Okay. And don't stop getting those DMs. I'm sorry, because I don't want everybody to think that I'm saying don't get in there DMs. I'm just saying get in those DMs. <laughs> Let me just clarify that. Let me just clarify that. DMs. Get in the DMs. I'm right. just saying, like, no, no, just make your right, make your intentions known 
So that way, then y'all know how to move. But yeah, I'm getting the DM. Right. Right. I got problems with you. Yeah, okay. Now it's, it's, it's time for the man to have a coming to Jesus moment. <laughs> Lord, Lord, you? This is my take on this particular episode, but you'll there's gonna be another final thought at the end of this by me personally. But here's what I want to say to all those who are as we leave this group discussion. You heard from two ladies themselves who've had plenty of experience in the world of love. And because of some of the things they've experienced, they've developed even more skills in defining what dating with the purpose should be. This will not be the only time we'll talk about this, but what you should have gotten from this was one thing in particular. You should have a strategy. You should have some self-awareness about your feelings and be aware of the other person's feelings as well whether they're genuine or trying to be mis- misleading. In the end, it is up to you and you alone to decide how far you want to take the relationship, if you even want to get into a relationship. So be safe out there, and you'll hear from us again. That is the end of our group conversation. We'll be back with my own personal thoughts of this whole episode. So that was our roundtable discussion. You got any comments or suggestions, please leave them. I would love to hear what your opinions are after hearing this conversation. And soon I'm going to make an announcement about this podcast as we're getting ready to close down season one and go into season two. There are going to be a few fundamental changes. Nothing drastic, just a few things we're going to try and do different when we get to season two. So thank you for listening. I'm Karan. This has been Lunch Table Talk. Peace.